Welcome into The Drive with A.D. and Raf. Former Husker football national champion, speaker, and author, Aaron Davis. Nebraska will win the national championship. The Cornhuskers beat Miami. It is history, 13-0, and bring that trophy back to Lincoln. Former Arena Football League quarterback, former head coach of the Capital City Crush, and guru of Husker football history, Chris Rath. 25 straight wins for the Cornhuskers. One of the most dominating stretches in college football history. We may have seen one of the best teams in the history of college football tonight. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are back again. This is The Drive on 93.7 The Ticket. It's Friday. We are here. Hey, did we forget Sam Cook in the last segment? Or oh, is Sam, Sam is coming. Oh, Sam, we, Sam. We, we did. Yeah, we but did. Sam is coming up right now. And then All we'll right. segue into March Madness. We, we can't, now we, punting. Yes, you can, we can't forget Sam Cook. Don't know much about history. Don't know much biology. Don't know much about a science book. Don't know much about the French I took. But I do know that I love you. And I know that if you love me too, what a wonderful world this would be. In I just needed that. You needed that. Oh, yeah. In sports history. I have to work all weekend. <laughs> Dang. Raph, I'm sorry for you, man. Hey, Raph. I just got off the phone with Keenan, and he's he's on his way to Denver. Okay, he's heading to uh, the condo out there, and he goes, I said, yeah, Raph was working. He goes, he goes, did you say Raph or Rick? I said, Raph. He goes, he goes, Dad, Raph is actually working? <laughs> he says, he oh, goes, boy. he goes, tell Uncle Raph I love you, man. He said he's proud of you. <laughs> Uh, what's what's uh, Raph gonna do today? Probably take a nap. Yeah. Probably go lift legs, lift arms. Lift arms. Yeah. <laughs> Might have a cigar. Yeah. Tweet five hundred times. What, what are you guys doing today? Uh, working. We're working. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's Raph. That's Raph. Yeah. Then we get a text. What, Jake's? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't. We can't. We have to work. <laughs> then Keita goes. He goes. Dad, we got like five and a half hours left. What is he complaining about? <laughs> <laughs> Raph, do you have FOMO? Oh yeah, Rav does. Yeah. Do you suffer from FOMO? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I do when you guys are golfing and I'm working? I'm like, dang, I'm gonna golf. And I, it's, I just, I, just that's why when I play regardless, of, I play crappy, which is 98 percent of the time. Yeah. I used to get mad years but, ago. I don't even get mad anymore. Yeah. Actually, my FOMO is only strong when I'm working in Lincoln. I could see that. Yeah, because if you're gone, you're gone. I, there's, there's no choice. When I'm in when I'm in Lincoln and I'm working and something's happening, I'm like, oh man, I'm so close. <laughs> but like when I'm away, when I'm out of town and something's going on, I know that there's no way around it. Yeah, so it doesn't yeah. bother me. I can so you that. don't miss me in AD right now. Nice. <laughs> oh, I, Interesting. <laughs> I always I always miss you guys. You're my you're my little buddies. Well, I'll say this. I can golf with a lot of guys with my sons, cause, but me and Raph, there's no nothing like me and Raph playing against me and my sons, man, because there's so much trash talking. To go- I mean, like, Raph, will, he will, dude, 
We teasing Raph right now, but Raph, he he knows how to get under Aiden Keenan's skin, Dang. especially Keenan, because Keenan is more vocal. Aiden don't really say anything, but he Aiden got so pissed at him one time he said something I can't say, but because <laughs> we beat them like they stole something out at Wild Horse Jeez. over Father's Day weekend. I mean, it was like it wasn't even close. It wasn't even close. That's and so Raph just kept poking the bear, poking the bear, poking the bear, and Aiden looked at him one time like he wanted to hit him. <laughs> Just laugh. I say, Rav, keep poking him, man. <laughs> well, I have that. I have that way about me that I, I kind of know when I'm getting to that edge, and I just like to see how far. How far you go? Well, I tell you what. Somebody got to the edge here in uh, boxing history. 1975, Muhammad Ali uh, knocks out Chuck Wepner in 15. Think about that in 15 for heavyweight boxing title. And in sports history, 1979. That's why I think he's the greatest point guard to ever play the game. Who do you guys think I'm alluding to? Oh, I know. Seventy-nine. You got to think college. Seventy-nine. Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson, man. Magic Johnson. Ten rebounds and ten assists as the Spartans cruise to a one hundred one sixty-seven win by pin by pin by Penn State. Michigan State's Urban Magic Johnson registers a triple double, twenty-nine points. To me, when someone talks about any point guard today, and this is me. They they don't Magic Johnson played center as well and and won a championship finals in nineteen eighty. Magic Johnson and in fact what they told him, they said his hands are too big. His hands are too big for the basketball. His hands are too big. Magic was like, man, I'll put this thing on a yo-yo. Watch. And to me, he was the evolution of the Penny Hardaways. He paved the way for those big point guards like that. Because prior to Magic, you had guys that was Bob Cousy size. You know, 5'10", you know, six foot, and all those guys are great, don't be wrong, but it's like Magic Johnson literally transformed the game. And him and Larry Bird, in a sense, really saved the NBA as far as viewership when those two came in the league at the time because they were, you know, they were floundering. It was, you know, it was low on uh, viewership, et cetera. But sports history, Magic Johnson, he's the, he was, he's the GOAT, in my opinion, as far as point guard goes, man. He's the GOAT. Hey, speaking, speaking of big hands, did you guys see the picture of Jeff Sims um, from practice yesterday yes. and he's throwing the football and this guy posted on um, Twitter. He said, so the quarterback's coach, what's his D D Michael or what's his last yeah. name? Yeah. D Michael. Mm-hmm. D Michael has him throwing mini footballs to work on his accuracy. And a lot of people fell for it and thought that, that he was really throwing mini footballs to work on his accuracy. But really that was the, that was a real football. His wow. hands are just so big. He so is, I was I was laughing. Well, Raph, from listening, talking with Sip, and uh, this morning listening to Sip and listening to the DP, they said he's a dude. They said Jeff yeah, Sims is a boy. dude. They said he's what six four two twenty. Nick, yeah. And Nick, you've yeah. seen it. Nick, when yeah. you saw him, what you think? He looks. Uh, yeah, that's what I said yesterday. Like I didn't know going in. I didn't know what to expect him to look like. But, or I I don't know what I was thinking he was going to look like. But he looked better than I thought he was going to look. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't really know what to what to expect from from his frame, but I walked in and I, I saw him kind of just like lead the huddle a little bit, and I was like, all right, this guy this guy is is clearly one of the guys at the top. Like this is he's had he's had turnover issues. Like tw- I think he's had twenty three interceptions over his career, things like that. Like there's been issues, right? But from a frame standpoint and from the measurables, I mean he he looks the part. I mean, as much as I love Casey Thompson, he looks like a quarterback more than Casey Thompson looks like a quarterback. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is mainly the height. 
That's, right. that's mainly what I say. Yeah, and it's not discrediting. No, no, not at all. Not, not at this all. This is strictly eye test. Not yeah, at it's all. It's strictly what they look like. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Chase B says, man, you guys should have started history with some Omaha history for Raf. <laughs> I got I got some Bronco history. What is that? Well, I know exactly where you were at last year at this time, A.D. You were driving past in power at Mile High, and the stadium was on fire, and I thought – that was a sign for the season. It was gonna be right. it was gonna be so hot with Russell Wilson leading the way. But it actually was a different sign. It was a complete dumpster fire. I forgot why I was I was I don't know what I was doing. I think I was speaking somewhere, but you I were remember speaking that. in Wyoming. That's right. And I was dry, that's why I flew into Denver and drove up. That's right, for that uh, conference. Bro, that was scary though too to see that, man, how that went down and maybe it was a precursor of what was about to happen during the season too. When they say literally the place is on fire. Yeah, unfortunately, it literally yeah. caught fire. Thank God, hey, no one was hurt. I thought it was. It's, it's, I thought it was a good sign at the time. I was like, "Oh, we're hot this year." It's okay, <laughs> Russ. Russ had a, a procedure done. We're all good to go. He, <laughs> yep. The Broncos are going seventeen and zero. <laughs> I don't know about that. So should I? Should I continue with "Let's Ride" or should I change it this year to "Mount Up"? I don't know. I, I want you to put an over under on their wins next season. Mm. Mm. 11. Okay. Okay. You, here, here, okay, here's what I'm going to say, man. That's steep. I think they should win at least 8 to 9. That's And you steep. know what? I, I seriously think 8 to 9 because and – that's, and that's barring injuries. But, dude, Coach Payton, man, is built different, man. He, yeah. He's built different, dude. And the thing about it, as bad as Denver looked, they had 23 guys out. Mm -hmm. 23! And I just feel that, I don't know, Sean Payton is just different, man. I, I just, I think, any in my opinion, Rav, anything less than eight would be a failure the first year. In my opinion, yeah, anything we're going less. In, we're going 11, maybe 12, I going think, to the playoffs. I think that's we'll a, be in the Super Bowl. Oh boy! Would you have we'll for you? Would you have some Bailey's in your coffee? <laughs> <laughs> well, I do got to work today. <laughs> yeah, you need something to get you through the grind. <laughs> oh, hold on, man. hold on, Raph, hold on. Here we are. Hold on, he's got. You some. must be out of your <laughs> damn mind. There it is. That's all we needed. Ah, uh, an oldie but a goodie. It yeah. is. We haven't played that in a long time. It's, we always, it's always just been, uh, um, Mister, uh, Mister. Mr. Unlimited. Unlimited, thank you. Unlimited, yeah. Uh, let me see here. Thomas Lincoln says five wins. Uh, and Russell Wilson can't cook anymore without Pete Carroll. Yeah, you got that right. That's for sure. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's going to be interesting for them. You guys, what else is interesting, man, is the games that are coming that happened last night. Um, Crazy. It was – Nick, you mentioned that you couldn't take your eyes off that Michigan State no. game. No. No, talk about it, man. Because I couldn't I mean, look at look at what ha I mean. Just the the way the flow of the game, and you saw it from mm -hmm. the start from from the start of it. Yeah. Jerome Tang ends up going small with his lineup. Michigan State answers right back. Jerome mm -hmm. Tang then goes tall. Michigan State like last night was like the if you truly were locked into the game, right? You could tell and you could see visu visually the strategy. And, and just the off-the-cuff decisions that coaches have to make to yeah. adjust how the other team is performing and how the other team 
is kind of setting up. Now, I suppose you have to. Yes, you have to do that every game if you're a coach. I get that, but this is on one. This is on the biggest stage to this point. You're in the suite. You're playing for an elite eight opportunity, mm-hmm. and now to play Florida Atlantic. I mean, yeah. Kansas State. Here we are. I I think that they they probably would have beaten Tennessee no matter either mm-hmm. way. But now they have FAU. It's like okay, there, there's a favorable draw here for Kansas State. And I tweeted out last night, and I'll, I'll say it over the air. Jerome Tang's your coach of the year. I don't know. I, I understand. I understand. It's a it's a regular season award, and that everything that they do in the postseason doesn't get officially credited towards it. But here's the deal: like the the, the finalists are Jerome Tang from from Kansas State. Matt Painter, I got Matt Painter. Matt Painter from Purdue mm-hmm. and uh, Kelvin Sampson from Houston. And I sit here and I go, when you look at now, now Kelvin, Kelvin's been there before with Houston. This year was what something that was expected. P- Purdue was something that was expected. Maybe they even over, you know, maybe they even went o- on top of expectations, but then failed in the NCAA tournament. But then you got this guy in Jerome Tang who in a state where it's flooded by Kansas Jayhawk basketball, yes. one of the most r- traditionally rich programs ever, ever across all sports, yep. you figure out a way to put your team on notice mm-hmm. or, and, and make sure people are watching you in your first year with an entire group of transfers <laughs> after losing your best player last year. The job has been uh, uh, incredible. It's incredible. And, and you beat you – beat, a blue blood in Kentucky in their in in, in a, on a stage that they are way more used yep. to it than you are. Yep, in a culture already yeah. that's established. I mean, it's 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 truly incredible. It Here's is. well, you know what, Nick? Everything you just said is spot on. Here is why I put him over Purdue's coach. Mm-hmm. And what was the other guy? Um, Kelvin Sampson. Kelvin Sampson for yeah. Houston. Okay. Purdue and Houston didn't surprise us. Yeah. We knew they're. We, I mean, it's like we. They are who we thought they were. They are who we thought they were. You know, in the words of the great. What was that coach's name? May God rest his soul. What was that coach's name? Dennis, Dennis, Dennis Green. Green. The late Denny Green. When he said that, they are who we thought they were. I. We knew Purdue was going to be good. We knew Houston was going to be good. K State. Here's why. Although when it gets my bracket, here's why I got. I, I, I like K State from this perspective. Keontae Johnson. The guy that played at Florida uh, when he started off had the heart issue in 2000, wasn't it, Nick? 2000, 2001? Uh, so, so he, he had a heart issue, collapsed on the court Collapse, Collapsed Florida. on the court. And we thought his playing days were over. He could have took the $5 million insurance policy and mm-hmm. been done. Yeah. He says, nope. Number of schools he wanted to go to. We know AD. They, we tur- know. they turned him down. Yeah. K-State and Coach Tang said, you know what? We'll take you, buddy. If you're willing to take a chance, we're willing to take a chance. He got cleared. The rest is history. Not only did he light Nebraska up, he's lit everybody up since then. That kid could have just simply said, I'm done, I'm taking the $5 well, million, and, and I'm, I'm finished. And and also, Marquise, no. And, oh, pfft, bro. I, you're, you're, you're telling me you're, you're going to have, at one time, he had 14 points, 14 assists. Which is ridiculous. Yeah, he finished I, at twenty and nineteen. Twenty. Like, who what, does what, that? What are we in, in, in on the world's? I, I continue to reiterate this on the biggest stage of college basketball. Right. Look now. at Marquise Knowles' number last night: twenty points, three rebounds, nineteen assists, nineteen assists. I mean, the dude. It was ridiculous the game that he had last night, and the I just that game last night. And you know what though? 
I tip my hat to Tom Izzo. Because some way, somehow, he always he always goes far in the tournament. And, and they weren't even – let me ask you this. this. When you saw Michigan State play at any time this year, did you ever think, yeah, I could see them going deep in the tournament? No, not for a moment. But I, I, knew, I knew once they got to yep, the yeah. tournament, they'd be dangerous. All hell was going to break loose. Of his, of his coaching abilities. He just gets it done. What are you going to say, Nick? I, I think I think the time I when I realized Kansas State was for real during the season was when they knocked off Kansas. They, I mean, they knocked off Kansas, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and th- that's when I realized that I was like, "All right, this team is good." And now, now when they played Nebraska, I also kind of was like, "This this Kansas State team, it, they're they're undefeated at this point to a reason for a reason, right?" right. They're I think they were like eleven to zero when Nebraska played them. Mm-hmm. It was like they're they're undefeated for a reason here. Did I see them making an elite eight? No, but right. I think I, I think this year what what this season has really told us, or this tournament specifically, draw means a lot. Yeah, where where you're seated, yeah, where you're, where who you have to play down mm-hmm. the road means a lot. Because I think, I, for example, I think Marquette beats everybody in the field at, in that round, other than Alabama and uh, Michigan State. Mm-hmm. I, I I truly do. And now you look at last night. Also, when you look at what what you need in March, guys, you have to have good guard play. Good, good, good point guard, shooting guard. You have to have good guard play mm-hmm. because Kansas State doesn't win basketball games without Noel, and it doesn't win, doesn't beat Kentucky without Marquise Noel. Doesn't beat um, uh, last night uh, Michigan State mm-hmm. without Marquise Noel because you have to have good guard play. You have to and, and have some shooters around him, and, and that's what Kansas State has. Well, you think about this: Michigan State had great guard play last night by Hoggart. Hoggart had twenty five points, two rebounds, six assists. And then Hauser, the forward, had a heck of a game, 18 points, six rebounds and uh, as well. So those guys, I mean, it's just the overtime, when it got to overtime, like, man, and you, in overtime, I thought because of Izzo, the Izzo factor, yeah. Raph, did you? Th- I, I personally thought Michigan State was going to get him an OT. What are you guys' thoughts? Yeah, I, th- I thought the same thing. I thought the same exact thing. Well, that, that play that they had where the no-look, or not the no-look oh pass, where he's gosh. arguing a thing on the sideline was hilarious. <laughs> And then the reverse dunk from the, behind. <laughs> that that is so hard. That Dude, is so difficult. He was difficult. still looking at Tang when That's he, what I'm he, was, he was still looking that at is, coach. It is so difficult to play that off as in you are really arguing with your coach. Yeah. Because they weren't. That, that is designed. Because everybody was kind of looking. Hell, I was looking at him like, what's yeah, going on? I was like, on? I was like oh, they're not And on slow motion, you guys, you see Tang looking. At, I mean, you see uh, the point guard. He's looking at, uh, what's the no. point? Uh, Noel. No. You think I'm looking at Tang, and he goes like this. And the guy goes up. It was like, oh. Yeah. But, and, and like that is so much more difficult than I think people might realize to to play that the situation. The timing of alley oops are, are difficult as well as they are, but the situation to play it off that you're arguing with your coach at that point of the game. And, try, and, and number one, the execution, the real re, realisticness of mm-hmm. of him trying to figure out which plays being called yeah. while guys are it, it's it's special. That it's special. play alone should elevate him to coach of the year. <laughs> I mean, because it was epic. I was, I mean, literally kept you on the seat of your pants. Because yeah. it, it just, we were not disappointed last night. I did not watch a single moment, and I'll admit this, of the Arkansas game. Did not watch a single moment. I kind of flashed back and because, forth, but be, I did not. Yeah, because, because, blow out. Well, I saw, I, saw, I saw up on the screen that it was, that Zave, or yeah, Zave, no, UConn, excuse me, was blowing them out. Yeah. And I was like, you all right, miss anything. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not missing this one. Like, this is, yeah. Kansas State's fun. They're fun. And oh. I want to reiterate that they are made up of transfers. 
they're in not one single guy wanted to stick around for Jerome Tang. Gosh. Not one single guy wanted to stick around for Jerome Tang. You know what, you guys think about it's, this. It's special. Let me ask you that you guys this, man. If you're Tang, now obviously, okay, you're in the Elite Eight now. Okay. You have plenty of work to do. But do you feel some sort of vindication? I don't, I don't maybe vindication's premature. Would you have some sense of because maybe think about this. If you come in and every person leaves, I mean, yeah. how could you not take that a little personal? Well, I think I, I he don't go ahead, Raf. Well, he don't strike me as that way. He strikes me as more. He is so confident in himself mm-hmm. that when those guys did leave, I think it was sort of like, well, that's your guys's problem. You Bingo. know, mm-hmm. that's 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 what he, I was going to say is I, mm-hmm. it's definitely the all right. If you don't want to be here, I don't want you here. I don't need. I, we'll do this thing without you. Yeah, I, I'd be. I'd be a little ticked off that not one. Do like, guys, not, no, none of y'all believe yeah, me. Do, do you guys know yeah. where Marquise Knoll came from? Uh-uh. Where he transferred from? Uh-uh. Little Rock. Are you serious? He played at Little Rock prior to Kansas State, and wow. here he is. So, so yesterday, <laughs> yesterday, guys, and, 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 and we can we can dive into this in the next segment. Yeah. This is this is the perfect example here. And, and yesterday, Austin and I had a had a, in, a a very thorough conversation on on transfer portal and NIL, on on the afternoon shows because the NCAA let colleges know that they're going to deny two time transfer waivers because of a coaching change. So basically, what that means, and I want to get your guys' thoughts after this. And I th- I thought of, it, it was that now? it was bringing I, I kept thinking about it in my head when I was watching this Kansas State game last night and they kept bringing up the fact of all these transfers they're going to deny so if let's say I go to Providence mm-hmm. right play for Ed Cooley I, I transfer from Kentucky to Pro- there's the guy at Providence right now. right guy at Providence who is averaging 16 points per game one of their top players right transferred from Kentucky to Providence because he knew Ed Cooley he was mm-hmm. he was close with Ed Cooley. Mm-hmm. Ed Cooley now leaves to go to Georgetown. Mm-hmm. He can't transfer. They're they're denying it because because it's he wants to leave because of a coaching change. Well, what's they're, the whole purpose of the transfer they're, portal? They're denying it. So so it, now so you have to so you just have to time. sit out a year, correct? Yes, yeah, so you have to sit. So out So he can year. go, but so you, you said sit go, out. A year. You have to sit out a year. You can't get immediately eligible. But in that, in the in the in the memo that the NCAA sent out to programs and, and institutions, was saying that the the there's three situations on where they'll consider waiving it, right, and allowing you to be immediately eligible. Mm-hmm. And one of them says due to un or due to exigent circumstance, out of the student athlete's control. And in parentheses, it talks about physical assault, sexual assault, mental health, things like that, right, out of their control, right. And I'm not comparing the the assault to a coaching change, but name something that's more out of the the player's hands or control than their coach leaving to take more money at a different job. I I don't I can't think of one. I I can't. I I can't. You have you have no say in Ed Providence players had no say in Ed Cooley going to Georgetown. Had zero say. That's out of their control. Yeah. They should be able to leave. They should be. Able- but you know what, though? Does it surprise you about the NCAA, though? Oh, absolutely not. Nope. Absolutely not. Does it surprise you? And, and I'm, all about, <laughs> I'm all about having rules and regulations. Just figure out what you want to be and stick with it. Just Dude, be consistent. It, it, you know what, did, you guys, did you see that link I sent you last night, you guys? Which one? Um, 
about the football team where his players lit up a couple cigars in the championship game. I did see that. And now that coach has got to sit out the first playoff game if they make it to the playoffs. Hold on. Are you kidding me? NCAA, grow up. They probably used Joe Burrow on a poster. That's right, Raph. Nice. That's good. That's good. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, that is. But but doesn't that just show you the NCAA game once again, though? I'm looking at it right now, Raph. Um, to what Raph is referring to, the NCAA has suspended Ferris State high, uh, uh, head coach Tony Anise for his next playoff game. Where is Ferris State at, Raph? Anybody know? Uh, by a Ferris wheel. Nick, see if you know where that's at. Ferris State. You know where that is? Ferris? F-E-R-R-I-S? Ferris State? Um, yes. Hold on one second. The NCAA suspended Ferris State head coach Tony Anise for his next playoff game, whenever that is. Some of his players lit cigars in celebration after winning their it's in Michigan yep. after winning their second straight D two national championship. The issue at hand is that Ferris two players lit up cigars during their celebration back at the locker room following the team's second national title in two seasons. <laughs> yeah, are you kidding me? What a joke! When, when now in Division One, that's one of the most popular things to do. <laughs> yeah, that's what's crazy. Oh my! But it's it's that's a surprise to us so. <laughs> no, not at all. It's uh, We're going to talk more about this and more March Madness. We come back after a word from our sponsors and partnerships. You're on the drive with AD and Raph, and it is Friday on the ticket. We'll be right back.